Hello and welcome. You're listening to Song Stories, Quiet Stories. This podcast episode, El Presidente Trujillo, is number four in the series from the new musical, Tales of Tila. This is your host, Carolyn Merced. If you haven't yet listened to episodes 0, 1, 2, and 3, please do so now, then come back. By that time, our special guest might be here. She's promised to visit us during the next few episodes, and I'd love for her to come for more than that. But that will only happen if more of you family members send me stories. Thank you, Carlos, Lynn, Irene, Sam, and Mary for sending me your contributions. Don't be surprised if they show up in a later episode. Are you ready to get your Spanglish on? Oh, I think I hear her coming. She walks so quietly and doesn't usually knock. I'll bet she heard me say that. Let's see if she closes the door behind her. Nope. Hola, this is Tila Miera Trujillo. Not really, it's her granddaughter, La Carolina, pretending to be me. I don't mind. One of these days, she'll be brave enough to be herself and use her own voice. But because of her, some of you have listened to my stories and wondered, why in the heck would she do something like that? I was only 17 years old when I married, and by that time, I made pretty good tortillas and chile. Even good enough for my widowed mother-in-law who lived nearby. Her son, my new and stubborn husband, was away from home much of the time. He got to cook for himself as shepherds often do because I stayed home and took care of his mother. His stubborn mother. Can I say that? More power to those of you listeners who get along with your in-laws. But may I say, must we eat lamb every day? Must I sweep the dirt floor every day? The windows are clean. I would hide her glasses if she owned a pair, but unfortunately her vision is so good, she doesn't need them. Well, she says she doesn't. So listen now and learn what a patient and long-suffering wife I had to be from the start of my life as Mrs. J.M. Trujillo. Learn what church activities kept me and my viejo, my old man, occupied. Find out which important guests I had the privilege to hostess. Find out whether or not I accomplished any more mischief. I'm assuming you've gotten away with committing a prank or two when you were younger. What kinds of things have you been able to pull off? Not that I'm encouraging you to be a mischief maker. Really? Just last week, huh? Hmm. Listen. Juan Manuel. You are so stubborn. I married you in August. I joined the Eldias Church three months later with your sister. My mother, my father, my brothers, Eliseo, Lino, Santiago, Victor, the next July. 
My sister has seen Tita and her husband Francisco in August. You gave me your word you would join the church too. Do you know how long it took him to do that? Three years. Tres años. Why? The life of the wife, Senor J.M. Trujillo, is not what I thought it would be. Is it better or worse? You won't learn in this verse to start herding sheep now. Let's see. You're a man of few words, but I can infer that you're joining the church will now wait. And I will hold on to your promise for long. I'm expecting your child. See my waist? In the fall of to market, will you play a part? In the shearing of wool in the spring To assume you can cook Takes me off the hook Will I see you at all? Say something Do you fear commitment? Do you fear cold water? I give you my best now, I plead I'll help with your mother. I might bear a daughter. I'll give you the time that you need. In the fall of to market, will you play a part in the shearing of wool in the spring? To assume you can cook takes me off the hook. Will I see? Say something, I'll help with your mother, I might bear a daughter, I'll give you the time that you need. Maria Madalena was born in August 1920, a year after he and I married. She was a beautiful baby with black hair and very dark eyes. The winter was harsh and temperatures unforgiving. There were few doctors and no hospital. Antibiotics weren't invented until the early 1930s, so if you got an infection and your body couldn't fight it off. Madalena died from whooping cough the next April, leaving only eight and a half months. My first baby. We buried her next to her grandfather, Rafael Trujillo. Sometimes things like this move you closer to God that he would join his church was surely what I thought but no he did not no he did not my weight continues on yes no he did not and though he did not I will choose to carry on 
My desire to go to the temple, to be sealed to him and to Madalena, became a dream and a longing. For Salt Lake City was 600 miles away, and our only means of transportation was the horses and the buggy. It would be two more decades until we owned a motor vehicle. By that time, a temple in Mesa, Arizona was built, and some of the sessions were held in our Spanish language. Mesa is still over 500 miles away. I will tell you more about going there later. The church meetings at the neighborhood schoolhouses continued, and the Taos branch of the LDS Church was organized by the president of the Mexican Mission, Ray L. Pratt, in October of 1920. This was done so the members could continue their Sunday school meetings during the cold winter months when most of the elders moved to warmer climates. The mission office was in El Paso, Texas, where it is much warmer in the winter. In May of 1922, our new baby boy, Rafael, named after my husband's father, was three months old and healthy. It was either because my husband was relieved to have a healthy son, or the shearing season was over, or the river and ranchitos was warmer, or he believed the new Mormon missionaries returning from El Paso. Who knows? Trujillo, as I now called him, announced that he was willing to enter the waters of baptism. Trujillo, Trujillo, it's suddenly clear You're saying the words I've wanted to hear El Espíritu Santo's been working on you You're saying El Libro de Mormon is true We'll gather our family, we'll gather our friends Go down to the river, then shout our amens You've said now the words we've wanted to hear So praise the Lord, wait no more, we're of good cheer Trujillo, Trujillo, it's suddenly clear You've said now the words I've wanted to hear Trujillo, they've called to, to be Sunday school superintendent? It's 1925. You've been a member three years now. You'll do a good job. I support you. A few years later, he accepted the call to be the branch president. Seventeen years later, serves him right. He was released from that calling. The life of this wife, Presidente Trujillo, is not what I thought it would be. It's far better than worse, you will learn in this verse. We're donating land now, let's see. There's plenty of space over there for three rooms of adobe and plaster to build. With elders and members all helping, we'll soon have a beautiful chapel to fill.
In 1935, the chapel was completed right next to our home in the Placitas neighborhood. The building had one congregation room with wooden pews and a platform stage. There were two small classrooms in the back, which were also the bedroom and the kitchen for the missionaries, who were like my sons. My home was like their home away from home. I fed them our traditional foods, including my mouth-watering and very soft tortillas. And chile is so spicy hot, they begged for mercy and a cup of water after taking the first bite. I also taught them a few spicy words in Spanish, not telling them what they really meant and giggled when they innocently spoke those words to others. Oh, the antics without my brother Victor's help. I had the privilege to host as general authorities of our church who visited our branch in Taos, including Apostles Heber J. Grant and George Albert Smith. I was the Relief Society president when a separate branch was created for the Anglo members living in Taos. And in the fall of 1951, the presidents of what were now the Spanish-American Mission and the Western States Mission met with the members of both the Spanish and the Anglo branches and told us that a new and bigger chapel would be built and that both branches would join together into one. Both Relief Society women's organizations worked together and contributed money with our many worthwhile projects, including bazaars, where we sold handmade crafts that we knitted, crocheted, sewed, or embroidered. We baked breads, tortillas, cookies, and pies, and candies, and sold them too. Have you ever tasted prune pie? It's delicious. I know it can be dangerous the day after, but if you're willing to risk it then, ask a Tausenia to make you one. Do you need to raise money? Have a Tausenia teach you how to make our enchiladas, empanadas, tortillas, beans, and chile. Empanadas, enchiladas, tacos and pozole and serve that at your fundraising dinner like the ones we used to have but don't put the pinto beans in the chile just the pork keep them separate that's our way and it's the right way tamales take too long to make save them for Christmas time along with empanadas which I only put in that song because they rhyme with enchiladas I digress. Many times we fit the crew of members and missionaries who donated money and labored to help in the construction. This new building included an apartment in the basement where the missionaries lived and a baptismal font on the main floor right next to the big kitchen. You could now be baptized any time of the year, indoors in heated water. I'm grateful Trujillo didn't know this would eventually happen, or he may have waited 30 years to join the church instead of just three. (laughs) Thank you, Senor Strang, for the conga solo. Me gusta mucho. I'm afraid you were born a few decades late. We would have enjoyed listening to you while we ran out of tortillas at that last bake sale and 
had to hurry and make more on the spot while the disappointed customers watched and waited. Not so patiently. It would have cheered up all of us. And I might not have accidentally... Never mind. Oh yeah, listeners. What kinds of worthwhile and wholesome fundraising activities have you participated in? How close to your goal did you get? What did you run out of? Come back next time to listen and find out how many more children my husband and I had. Learn who my kids thought was their father's favorite child and who was a really fast runner. Do you want to hear my other musical stories? La Carolina would be so grateful if you listened to them. This is what you should do. Write this down so you don't forget. If you aren't already there, go to mycarolinmerset.com. La Carolina says I have to spell it because everybody puts an extra T in there. Here we go. You ready? M Y C A R O L Y N M U R S E T. That's her website. Whatever that means. She wants you to subscribe either there or at iTunes or Google Play. Somebody please write to me and tell me about all these new inventions. I've been gone since 1971 and I only know the radio, the telephone, and... Oh, we got a TV right before my Trujillo left. Black and white picture. What other kind is there? Then, look for the little brown square with my picture on it with the words, Tales of Tila. You'll know what to do from there. From what I hear lately, a three-year-old could show you how. That little square photo of me is a good one, isn't it? That was taken when Nora was a baby in 1930. My hair is combed nicely, and I'm pretending she isn't in desperate need of a diaper change while my mother bounces her off to the side of that backdrop. Hasta luego! Until later. You've just listened to Song Stories, Quiet Stories, Episode 4, El Presidente Trujillo, from the new musical, Tales of Tila. Contact me and let me know how you're doing with the writing prompts. You can find them in bold lettering in the notes for this episode and the others at mycarolynmerset.com. Once there... You can also subscribe to this podcast and check out my events page. Thanks for listening. Thanks for writing. This is your host, Carolyn Merced, a.k.a. La Carolina. I'll go close the door now. Thank you.